Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you get financial independence, live the dream life, and quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by any means possible. And today, I am super pumped to bring on a friend of mine who helps people to get on national television, gets media placement, gets on things like The Rachel Ray Show or Good Morning America. She has done that for many, many years and now is showing us how we can do that as well to build our brands, build our businesses, and have more impact. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We've already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on? Super pumped, as always, to have you here on the show with me. Now, you guys, as we've had this podcast going for quite a number of years now, you've also seen me build businesses. And businesses are a way that we can actively make money rather than working for somebody else. You know, you guys always know that I love the term or I guess acronym, the J-O-B, that just overbroke job. Well, we hate working the just overbroke job. Well, I wouldn't say that. I did hate working the just overbroke job. Not everybody hates it, but at the same time, what we love is having the freedom to work that J-O-B or not work that J-O-B if we don't want to. Now, I love investing in real estate and I love building businesses. I literally have five businesses that make me money. Let me say that one more time. I have five businesses that make me money. And what they do is they make me money that it's a, people call them streams of income, different streams of income coming into where you start making more money. But what I do from those streams of income is that they flow into my river of income, which is my real estate investing personally. But there are so many ways to make money to provide for yourself and your family without working for somebody else. Now, I create businesses, and one of the most recent businesses that I created was the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. I've walked you through, at least talked you through a little bit of how I've built a conference. This is our second year now. We just finished. It was in May 2023, and it's going to be an annual or is an annual conference. It's going to be in March of 2024, and if you want to come, we'd love to have you. You can see the link in the description to make it to the conference and get 10% off as well. Use the promo code podcast. But here's what was really great. I worked so hard to do the conference. And so it's probably about February all the way till the start of the conference, which was in May. I was working nonstop, like three months straight, February, March, and April, just working, 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 and barely taking breaks. My family was definitely get the brunt end of it, and I told them, hey, how about I make it up to you guys? How about I take you to Alaska on a cruise? We've talked about going to Alaska on a cruise in the past, in the last past couple of years, we've been talking about it. But I decided, you know what, let me do that. So we went to Alaska. So basically the entire three months before RuCon, working, working, working like a dog, just literally working all day, every day. Then as soon as RuCon was over, literally the next day, I basically took the entire month, rest of the month off. So I think it was May 6th or 7th. Yeah, May 7th, I flew, not to Alaska, but I first took a trip, a golf trip, a week-long golf trip 
in Bend, Oregon. I had three buddies of mine, uh, longtime buddies, golfing friends of mine, that we went to Bend, Oregon, golf for, I think, six days. And it was an amazing time. One of my best and favorite courses was Tethero. That was a course up in Bend. It was absolutely amazing. We actually rode golf carts. Golf carts that are bicycles. Not Sorry, I wouldn't say bicycles. Scooters. They look like motorcycles. And you put your golf bag in the front. It was super phenomenal. Absolutely loved that. But that was a week-long golf. Then I came back for about a week, maybe five, six days, lifted weights like I normally do. I love going to the gym. So I got back to my little bit of my routine. Then I went to Alaska, took all my kids and my wife. We went to Seattle. Then out of Seattle, took our cruise up to Ketchikan, then to Juneau, then to Skagway, then back down to Victoria, and then went back down to Seattle. But it was absolutely amazing. One of the best things that happened to us was we went on a whale watching cruise and a cruise, but like little excursion from a little boat, you know, a company that we, we found in, I think it was Skagway. Yeah, it was in Skagway. From there, we went out and looked at this big area where they normally find whale. We saw a couple humpback whales, which are terrific. Those are so much fun to see, but we saw something that apparently you only see like once a month happen. We were blessed to be at the exact same time. It's a beautiful sunny day. It was absolutely amazing. We saw a pod of orcas, you know, the killer whales. We saw the mommy orca as well as the baby orcas. It was so cool because all the baby ones were like literally in a line where the mommy one was leading. It was so cool. So if you want to see our Alaska trip, even though it's, you know, just family pictures, if you want to see what we did, it was super amazing. I would highly recommend it. But if you go to Instagram, if you look me up on Instagram, the Dustin Heiner, T-H-E, Dustin Heiner. And I'm sorry, I'm not that arrogant. It's the only handle I could come up with, <laughs> the Dustin Heiner. Apparently there's another Dustin Heiner out there that already had Dustin Heiner. But if you go there, you could see last few posts I t- posted about um, our Alaska trip. It was super amazing. Now, moving on to today's episode where I interview a friend of mine. She's a fantastic lady. She has been on so many nationwide news media and is now helping us and helping other people to do it as well. She's actively helping me to get my name out there, and she's actually coming on the show to share with us how we can get on national media, build our brand, build our business, create more influence because we're reaching more people through nationwide media coverage. All right, here we go with my friend, Lauren Cobello, who's going to share with us how we can do it as well. All right, here we go. Lauren, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Dustin. Glad to be here. Yeah, this is terrific. And, you know, it's it's also fun having a friend like you on the show with me. You know, we've, we've definitely known each other for a little while. And just it's it's so cool seeing you uh, grow in your business and really help people. I mean, that's just, I mean, you were just, re- just before the show, you were telling me how you're getting people on uh, like the, the Today Show, getting people on mm-hmm. like with the New York Stock Exchange, I think with Cheddar. But it, it, it's amazing seeing what you're already doing. But let's, before we jump into that, Tell us yeah. a little about you and how you got into this idea of literally being on national television and just sharing with millions of people. Yeah. So first of all, I'm always so excited to be in your presence. You're always just such a positive light for me as a friend and you know as an entrepreneur. Um, but I live in upstate New York. I'm a single mom of four kids. My oldest is a senior going off to... Um, college next year, which I'm like, Oh my gosh. Um, and I started my, my first online business when he was four. So I've been in the, you know, this online space actually no, when he was three. So for 14 years, I've been a full-time online entrepreneur 
um, running my own companies and uh, my youngest is nine, almost 10. So, you know, I've been doing this through diapers for many, many years. Uh, I live in upstate New York and uh, my first business was a personal finance company that was helping busy moms learn how to coupon and get out of debt. And, um, you know, I think a lot of times people think about business and they think, oh, you just got really lucky to like land all these national television spots. But what people don't realize is that I was always very, very strategic with what I was doing. Um, when I first started, uh, you know, my website and, and teaching people financial information, my goal was always to write a book. That was always my end goal. And I thought to myself, like, I need, okay, first I need to grow my business. So I want to grow my website. What's a great way to grow a website? How can I get the most amount of eyes on my website? Television seems like a pretty good idea. Now, I do want to put th point this out. And I hope that we can get to this conversation a little bit later. But a lot of people say, well, I don't even watch TV anymore. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. We'll get back to that. And we will, because we will. And uh, so I started uh, doing a lot of local television. And then I started getting pretty strategic with national television with the with the goal of getting a book deal. And so I was very uh, careful and strategic around the media placements that I got. And the, the goal for that was to get enough media attention to put it in a book proposal to then get a literary agent to then shop that and get a book deal and then use that book to then get more media attention and then leverage my brand to the next level. So that's really what I did at my personal finance company, which made me um, a number one bestseller uh, it's launched that business into spokesperson deals, speaking engagements. Um, I mean, I can, you know, covers of magazines, like I can't even begin to share the kind of information and, and blessings that I've been able to get from the television exposure that I've had. And with getting the exposure, I mean, you're getting in front of millions of eyeballs out there. And it, obviously mm -hmm. people might say, and we definitely want, I want to talk about, about people not watching TV right now in general, but with that, like getting your brand out there, getting yourself out there, that's one of the hardest things for most people, especially if you're in the online business space, you write a book, you're all excited. I want to help people. But then how do you get mm -hmm. that in front of the right people? Well, if you are strategic, like Lauren is, she was actively trying to get her brand out there, get her name out there in creative ways. Now, an easy mm -hmm. way, you could pay for ads. You know, just go on Facebook, pay for ads. Well, that's what lots of people do. Well, you can do that, but what if you don't have the money? Like, how about instead lead with value? And so that's one thing, like, when right. Lauren was walking with me through how to get on local TV because the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference that I have, it's here, literally here in Phoenix where I live. There's so many investors here in Phoenix. I thought, how much better would it be if instead of people flying from all over the country to the conference, they're already here, just start coming. And I just, I kid you not, like all the good information that you had, Lauren, that you told me, so everybody that she told me was uh, just so like eye-opening. I was like, oh my goodness, that's how they think? That's how these you know, they, the producers think? That's how... I had no idea because I'm not mm -hmm. in the business. And I didn't also know that it's even really possible and they're they want people to come and share so yep. from that you you created the business now you're starting to work with and helping people to get media placements and try to really get on national tv it sounds really hard but i know you're really good at breaking it down could you break it down for us in the broad overview of like instead of being so hard and we're like we, we wouldn't be able to do it but like break it down for us so we can understand it right so i think that the 
you know, I was actually meeting with one of my clients today. So in, in 2022, I started a second company, Leverage with Media. And what this is, is to teach business owners how to use books to leverage their brands to the next level. And so it's really a strategy on how to take their businesses that they have. If they have a book, how to use that book to leverage it. If they don't have a book, get them to write a book. And I have a literary agent on staff that can help walk them through that process and then use that book to then sell more products, get their name out there and then leverage them, their brand to the next level. And, you know, I have a client that's hitting the New York Times list right now, like, which is huge. Um, we just secured like a Today Show segment for him and a uh, Cheddar News segment on the New York Stock Exchange. So it seems so overwhelming. And this is why is because a lot of people, when they're pitching television and they're pitching media, they pitch what they can get out of it, right? I'm going to go and say, I have this book and I would love to come on to talk about my book and how you know, I have done this and I have done this. And I, and, and frankly, nobody cares. Like nobody cares what you're doing. What you need to do is position yourself as the expert of what's going on in the local media and the local economy right now as the expert with your book. Okay. It is harder to book yourself without a book. I'm just putting that out there. That's why I, I have the strategy of teaching people, okay, we're going to get all of this information, put it in a book proposal. We can pitch you and get you on, on television before that. But once you get the book, you know, it's game time. But so once you get there, you, you, you want to find the right station, the right media professional, the right person to pitch. You want to find the right pitch. You cannot pitch the same pitch to the same, um, to the same, uh, like you have to, you have to do different pitches to different journalists, but depending on if they're a finance journalist or if they're. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that. Honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that accomplish that 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin and Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find the area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it up to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. A real estate journalist, or if they're a health journalist, you have to pitch them based on what they report on and then tie it in with a local segment or a local story of what's going on. This is a term in the media profession that we call newsjacking, right? So if there's a story about egg prices increasing, let's say, for example, okay, so now I'm going to go and find somebody that just tweeted about it. And then I'm going to create a whole story about how to save money on eggs. And I'm going to send them an email. Hey, I have this great story on 
20 different egg replacement strategy, you know, egg replacement. So you don't have to buy eggs anymore. And then I'm going to, where should I send it to? Should I send it to your email? Or do you mind me sending this pitch to you on Twitter? Put it in their court, get their email, send them the pitch. Make sure you say, I'm sending you a pitch. It's okay to say that, that you're sending them a pitch. They want pitches. They need to report stories. They don't know where to find people. You're saving them time. It's all about creating relationships. And so that's what, what I do with my clients is, is help them develop those stories. But then once you get on air, it's like, it's like becoming a realtor. It's like becoming a professional speaker. It's like you have to learn the craft, right? How do you show up on set and be successful? How do you, you watch back your media clips and say, I could do this better and become the perfect guest so that when a real estate story comes up in the news, they're like, we need to call Dustin. How do you become that person? And uh, I've become that person for many, many national television shows because I studied the craft. So I, I pass that on to my clients so that they can become that perfect guest too and continuously get booked on national shows. So if we wanted to get booked on national shows, like the first thing obviously comes to mind is how do we get on there? And I love how you, you're basically utilizing what I, one of my favorite books ever is how to win friends and influence people. If you're talking mm -hmm. about yourself the whole time and what you're going to get out of it, the other person listening who is the one that's giving in to try to help you out, they're like, well, I literally have no clue what I'm going to get out of this. I know what you're going to get out of it but you're not helping me get what I want out of it. So that's mm -hmm. not helpful at all. So love, right. love that. And you're also helping them not necessarily do their job for them, but you're fast forwarding so much stuff that they don't have to do. You already got mm -hmm. a story for them. Check, you know, hook, line, sinker. Now, I love the idea of also being prepared as a speaker to do it well. I'll give you an example. So obviously a friend of ours, his name's Michael Kwan. And so he's mm -hmm. been on in San Diego on whatever their local uh, show and talking about finance and talk about a bunch of different things on about finance and seeing how he answers his questions in a very short amount of time. Like the question is, I would normally take like 20 minutes per question to answer it. Mm -hmm. He answers it so well in like 30 seconds. And it's, it's just like, wow, that was awesome. And, but you need to be, be brief, but at the same time, substantive, there's so many different nuances. See, because there's getting on the, mm -hmm. the, the, you know, national media, but then at the same time, even performing well, my goodness. Now, do you yeah. actually, is that something that you can coach somebody to become a good speaker? Yeah, actually. And I actually worked with Michael a little bit before he started um, in San, doing San Diego and I do role-playing right with, with this. So like uh, today with one of my clients, we had a seg, we have one of the segments and we have what I, what I set have and teach them to do is set up the segment in the way that would would work out the best for for their viewers, right? So I have five different talking points. I don't give them every all the answers because I don't want them to take the segment and go bring it to a different expert. I give them just the talking the five talking points, which are like sentences. And then I go and I go through the script and I say, okay, this is I I record it for them. This is what I would say. And I'm gonna go through, okay, if they ask you, so Lauren, you know, why is the price of eggs so high right now? Then I would respond with, well, the price of eggs is so high right now because blah, 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 blah. And I coach them 
on you. You need to do all five of these talking points in three minutes, get out filler words, and you need to tape yourself and then you need to watch yourself back. And then we're going to, we're going to work on this. So that's how I work with my clients on how do we snappy answer these things. You're going to record yourself. We're going to like watch it back over and you need to be able to answer all of these in three minutes, even though we have four minutes to do this, you need to do it in three because there's going to be like talk and that kind of stuff in there so that you can actually, you know, target down exactly what you're going to say. And you know, what questions are coming beforehand before they even ask you, you know, what questions are coming. So you can prepare ahead of time, which is, which is one of the things I taught Michael, you know, to have that set so that he knows what is coming. Did, did you give, or he, uh, give mm-hmm. the interviewee inter- interviewer, sorry, give them the questions to ask, or do they come up with the questions? Do they tell you beforehand? How does that work out? No. So typically the way that I have always done this is here is a segment that I have. This is how I see it playing out really, really nicely. And I frame it all out for them. So then they can visualize as a producer, like I'm thinking as a television producer, right? How can I walk in, open my email and my job is already done for the day. Like this girl just emailed me a complete show segment and I don't have to do anything like my, de- my, except bring this person in and like, thank goodness. Like what a lot of people don't understand is that television producers, they don't get paid very much. Like they are, they work 80 hours a week. They don't get paid very, unless you're, you know, very, very high up in one of the national shows, like you're not getting a very big paycheck. So to be able to like maybe take a 10 hour break for that week because you, somebody just produced your segment for you is like huge. So I teach my clients to be television producers, think like them. So we're going to, we're going to give them a segment and a pretty package and then say, you know, if this doesn't work, we can definitely come up with something else. But I just thought that based on my expertise and what I know about this topic, that this would work out really, really well. And we would, it, it would be very great for your viewers. That, I love that. Now you did touch on, because in talking to them, you've given us how we should talk to them, which is great. Like how can we benefit them? Basically we want to do their job for them. So they, it's a, such an easy, yes, yes, let's bring them on the show. Now with that, you touched on it, like using, utilizing Twitter, utilizing like social media to reach mm-hmm. them. How do you find the right people and engage so that you can present that pitch to them? Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Um, my personal favorite, and this is how I have gotten a lot of my national television shows before I had my own publicist, uh, was through Twitter, through LinkedIn, through Instagram, finding people, following them, connecting with them, not for the end goal of pitching them per se, but I always wanted to be in the know right of what's going on in the industry of of what so anytime i i get a new client on you know i just signed a new client who is a safety expert and domestic violence educator so now i'm looking for like i'm in there looking for domestic violence uh reporters and finding them on linkedin and i'm finding them on twitter and i'm just communicating with them i'm retweeting their stuff i'm saying i'm i'm inserting myself into the conversation right I'm not pitching them right away. I could 
I could wait a month to pitch them. I'm inserting myself in the conversation. And then eventually I'll say, Hey, you know what? Like I have a client that would, would do a really great segment on this. And then where can I send a pitch email to? And then that's how you open up. I did this for a Dr. Oz segment back in 2010, no, 2012. Um, they were, I, I wanted to be on the Dr. Oz show so bad. So I went on to Twitter and I found Dr. Oz. I found all of his producers and I just communicated with them. And they put a press release or not, they put a press tweet out that said, looking for moms that struggle with feeling overwhelmed and busy. Okay. So I'm like, like I was teaching moms, but I thought, okay, I want to get in and meet these people. So if I can meet them this way, like it's a no brainer. So I responded back and I said, that's me. They invited me on the show. I was only in the studio audience. So like, I wasn't like a, like a expert yet. I was just in the studio audience asking Dr. Oz a question, but through that, I met all of the production staff and just became friends with them. And I told them what I did. I told them, you know, I make these meal plans for people. I teach moms how to get out of debt. I've been doing, you know, local television. I've been on Nightline, all those kind of things. And they were like, oh, would you come on and like come on our show? And that led to a four-year relationship being a regular guest on the Dr. Oz show. So for me, it's always about giving back to the show, right? But so many times these producers are pitched so much they know who's in it for the right reasons and they know who's in it for just what can I take from them. And they'll know the genuine people that want to really help. So insert yourself in the conversation, wherever they and, are. And you get them to know who you are, you know, mm -hmm. that, that, and it's honestly, it's so wise in almost every area of life to play the long game. You, you can mm -hmm. try to find them on Twitter and all of a sudden send a message. Hey, I want to pitch you. And like, you could do that. Yep. But it might not work that well. It might, you never know. But at the same time, if you help them to understand, hey, this person's actually not against me. Like they're on my side, not just for themselves, but they also want to have a communication and I get to see them before. Like if it, what's even better is if you get like the Dr. Oz people, you get them to, even though it's your idea, you want to be on there, but you get them to make it their idea. Oh, hey, let's, how about you? Would you want to come on? Uh, Yes. <laughs> Sign me. Oh, I never, I never thought of that. Yeah. Ooh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, talk to me about, cause it's amazing. You're also on the Rachel Ray show. Like you're a regular, like you go on there all mm -hmm. the time. Like I would, I don't know if I think like you guys might be at least acquaintances, friends enough to yes. where you can you know, <laughs> say hi to each other and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But talk to us about the Rachel Ray show. Cause that sounds super awesome to be somebody who's constantly going back on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is the thing. And it's hard as like, somebody who is on television as a television expert, and then somebody who also runs a media company, right? People come to me all the time and say, okay, well, I want to go on the Rachel Ray show. I want to go on the Kelly and Ryan show. And it's like, okay, that's good. But you do have to know how to be on television in order to go on those shows. I'm just going to be frank. I have been working on this craft for 12 years. You have to be a really good television expert. You have to know how to perform. Like I am a member of the Screen Actors Guild now. I'm an actress and I go on Rachel Ray's show as an actress and get paid to go on her show. 
you have to be the best of the best to go on those types of shows. So I want to give people a very realistic expectation that they can do that. I, I always tell people, you know what, we're going to start off and we're going to do a couple smaller. We're going to do a couple smaller local shows to get you warmed up and do some media training. Okay. And then we're going to hit some regional shows, like some Fox news, things like that. That's what I did. Get really, really good and comfortable on air. And then we're going to go. And once you're really good on TV, do that. But it takes some time to get to that place. So it took me uh, 10 years of being on television, doing local all the way up to national to be able to be accepted onto the Rachel Ray show. I was pitched for years to go on that show. Um, and now I'm a regular guest. I go on there, you know, every couple of months and it's my absolute favorite show to go on. I adore her. I adore her. I think she has the best staff that I've ever worked with. Um, and, but when I go on there, you know, I have, I have a job, I'm there to work. You know, it's not just like, oops, I got in the Rachel Ray show. It's been a skill that I have been perfecting for over a decade. And so I think people need to be realistic when it comes to television too, that just like anything, you can't walk in to, you know, a national stage and say, I want to be paid $20,000 to speak when you've never spoken before right? You need to be able to, to maybe start off at some smaller institutions, perfect your skill, and then you can get up to the national. So, so yeah, I, but I am so grateful that I have the opportunity to do that. Cause it's, um, it's been an incredible blessing for me and my family. I've been able to take my kids. Usually when I go on the show, I take a child with me to New York city and we make a weekend out of it. And, um, and, and it's been, my son, Andrew's been on Dr. Oz with me. All of my girls have been on the Today Show. My oldest daughter's been on the Rachel Ray Show with me. So for them, it's like, you know, they, they just love it. That's so cool. And I mean, this is, like you said, years of not just practice, but implementing your craft and, and honing in your craft so that you can be able to go on those shows and not look stupid, you know, cause you, you can easily fumble your words, say things like there's so many different problems that can happen. Mm -hmm. Now it's going to be hard to quantify this, but if somebody's listening and says, you know what, either I, I have a book or I have this business or I have this that I want to promote. It, it's going to be hard to quantify, but just help me try maybe extrapolate what type of return, uh, would we potentially see like if we got on a spot or, you know, let's say local and like, how likely is that going to actually relate to pointing to your business, to the things that you do so that hopefully mm -hmm. people can find you? That's a really great question. And I think there's, there's two answers to that, right? So if you have a book coming out and you can get that on a, on a good show, right? We're looking at thousands of dollars worth of, or thousands of books sold in an appearance, right? If like, let's say you get a Today Show segment, we're looking at thousands of appearances that are thousands of books that can be sold in a, in a single appearance. So that is huge, especially if you're going for a New York Times bestseller push or any sort of the best-selling list. It's absolutely crucial to make sure you're giving it your all when that book comes out. I I will tell you this, media for me has always been a leverage to 
like be able to leverage your brand to the next level. It, it doesn't just give you money. It gives you credibility. It gives you um, notoriety. You know, when you go to that, the website of, of like my website, or if you go to my leverage with media page, um, you can see where all of my, where, you know, the hundreds of places where I've been featured that gives you trust to your clients. And I don't think that there's a dollar value that really can be put on that. You also have the ability to have the news clips. You can edit those into reels. You can edit those into um, YouTube videos, use those to put together media reels for speaking engagements, leverage that to get another book deal. There's so many like non-financial, like immediate, you know, immediate financial gains that are long-term effects of being on television that I think people don't think about all the time that they should, if that makes sense. It sure does. No, I love that. Mm -hmm. Now, tell me about the your, what your insights are with people not really watching that much TV. Tell mm -hmm. me about what your thoughts about that. <laughs> I love it when people say that because I'm like, you know what? You keep on thinking that because then more spots open up for my clients. Um, <laughs> because what really is happening in the television industry right now is, yes, we're seeing layoffs and yes, we're seeing maybe people's um, not watching as much television, but I've been doing this for years and I get a report after every television appearance that comes on of how many people watch that show. And I have not seen a downturn in the amount of people that are watching the show. So if I do a Rachel Ray segment, we're talking 2.8 million people watching, okay? Tell me that you wouldn't kill for a Facebook ad that reaches 2.8 million people for free. For free, okay? Actually, I don't do it for free. I get paid for it. So I'm getting paid for 2.8 million people to watch me. So when people say that, I'm like, okay, like you're just misinformed. Not only are they misinformed with that, but then they are, there's the social media pages of, of everybody. All these, all these platforms have TikToks and um, Instagrams and YouTube accounts and Facebook pages, and they're tagging you in them. So you're reaching millions of people online as well. And then you can retarget those pages, that specific link and retarget them with an ad, you know? So like the opportunities are endless. So, and, and it's, and it's free, it's earned media. You're not paying for this. So when people say that to me, I'm like, I think that you're just misinformed because I have not seen that. Maybe people aren't paying for cable as much. I'll put that out there. However, I have not seen the ratings go down and I've seen more social media engagement over the past five years from these clips. So it's a win-win. It sure is. I mean, getting your name out there in front of people in all these different ways. I mean, all these companies, they're not stupid. They're not going to not utilize social media. They're going to hire people to get all this stuff because they know social media is where people are going to as well. So they're going to mm -hmm. absolutely be promoting you there. Now, also, I, I'm super excited that you're also, since you're a friend of mine, you're going to come and be the MC at my conference, the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, which is going to be so much fun because everybody, 
you guys can probably tell that Lauren's a genuine down-to-earth person just like I am. Like, that's that's the big thing about um, the people that come to RubeCon. We just want genuine people that want to help each other. And you can tell, Lauren, at least I can. Hopefully you can tell, too, that Lauren just loves to help people. And so, Lauren, you're going to be coming to the RubeCon and going to be yeah. doing the MC. I am so pumped to have you do the MC. I mean, think about it. I have the opportunity to have this amazing national speaker to come and MC my event. I'm like, yes, this sounds like a fantastic idea. So I'm so glad you're going to be there with us. Yeah, I'm so excited. And, you know, real estate investing is like, I mean, we've talked many times, like real estate investing is like, on my top to-do list um, in life. And I'm like, okay, just, I think surrounding yourself with positive uplifting people. And we have such a great like group of friends that we travel with, you know, to conferences and things like that. But I think um, that I, I'm so honored that you, that, that I'm going to be there and you asked me. And uh, I hope that people come up to me during the event and ask me any questions that they have or, you know, if people are interested in learning more about how I can help them with their businesses, you know, I, I definitely um, would be more than willing. People can schedule a call with me right on my website uh, at leveragewithmedia.com and they can, you know, hear hear a little bit more about what I do too. I love it. I, I'm, I'm really glad to have you be a part of it. It's super exciting. And like you said, just being around the people that are doing it. Just like if, if somebody wants to be around media, you got to be around the people that are doing it. And that's mm -hmm. how you get to be really just known in that so you can be a part of it and take part of it. So that's going to be great. So everybody, if you want to join us at RubeCon, use the promo code podcast. It'll get you 10% off and it'll be great to have you there. So RubeCon.com, the link will be in the description, but use the promo code podcast. Now, Lauren, I know, like I need to be working with you, but so do a lot of people need to be working with you. How can they find you? How can they reach out to you and make sure that hopefully they can utilize media to promote themselves? Yeah, so they can go to um, leveragewithmedia.com. And if they want to learn more about what I do, there's a schedule a call button that I do a free 30-minute consult with people on how they can use media and uh, give them a little bit about how I work with people. Um, I do coaching and I have a full blown PR service that's behind it. So I coach you to be amazing on television. And then we pitch you out, um, the whole time as well. And we've had really, really amazing success. So I, I just know I love to be able to pass it on. And then people can find me on Instagram, um, at leverage with media and actually, um, Lauren Cabello, they can see me. Um, that's probably a better Instagram. I think probably to follow is Lauren Cabello because, uh, that's where they can find my personal finance company. Cause I still, um, run the personal finance company as well. So they can find me on there um, and reach out to me on Twitter at Lauren Cabello or on LinkedIn. Um, and I'd love to be able to help as many people as I can. Awesome. And everybody, Lauren is a phenomenal lady. You definitely need to be connected with her. So Lauren, thank you so much for being on the show. It's great to see you again. Thanks so much, Justin. I'm glad to be here. Thanks. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya.
let's make this year your best real estate investing year ever by coming to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is where you can join hundreds of real estate investors and over 40 expert investor speakers and learn how to have an amazing success in your real estate investing business. The Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is not like any other conference out there. This is a no sales pitch conference where the entire three days event is all about you and helping you to meet expert investors, teaching you how to invest and join a huge community of hundreds of like-minded real estate investors. And because you are a part of the Successfully Unemployed podcast, I'm giving you 20% off your RubeCon pass. That's right. Get 20% off of your RubeCon pass. Use the promo code SU20 or SU20. You need to be at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Join us in the heart of downtown St. Louis, March 14th through the 16th for a transformative three-day event that's more than just a conference. It's a community of investors. Get your pass. Go to rubcon.com, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com and use the promo code SU20 or SU20 to get 20% off of your RubeCon pass.